Welcome to Radio 5G, where we sort fact from fiction, conspiracy from falsehood, reality from the unknown. And by doing so, we change the collective consciousness of humanity. A production of CosmicReality.com Welcome to Radio 5G, a pre-recording airing on February 15th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and Mark Joseph will join me in the second hour to comment on an amazing interview with Dr. Lee Merritt, entitled Controlling Us with Fear. However, there is much more to this discussion that came from the February 3rd Laura Lynn Tyler Thomas Rumble Studio. You might want to take notes, and here we go. Well, I am very excited to have Dr. Lee Merritt back on our show. Um, here we are in Canada, but we reach the world. We have a large uh, U.S. following. We've always got people from the Netherlands and all over the place watching. And Dr. Lee Merritt is one of our very most favorite people. Let me tell you just a little bit about her because uh, she began her medical career at the age of four carrying her father's black bag on house calls along the back roads of Iowa. In 1980, she graduated from the University of Rochester School of Medicine and Dentistry in New York, where she was, she was elected uh, to life membership in the Alpha Omega Alpha, Alpha Honor Medical Society. Dr. Merritt completed an orthopedic surgery residency in the United States Navy and served nine years as a Navy physician and surgeon before returning to Rochester, where she was the only woman to be appointed to the Louis A. Goldstein, Fellow of Spinal Surgery. We welcome you today, uh, Dr. Lee. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Uh, we have seen that uh, the world is a crazy place, and I bet you're seeing that as well down there. Oh, yeah. I, you know, the good news is uh, we're in the apocalypse. Uh, you know, I, I know it welcome sounds funny, to the but apocalypse. Welcome. That's exactly. I just had. A, I just gave a speech in Florida to the. Uh, it was Freedom Law School. They had the uh, Freedom. Let's restore Freedom Rally, and um, you know. The, and I said, you know, this. My title of my speech is COVID. Welcome to the apocalypse. Because apocalypse, as you know, doesn't mean the end. It means an unveiling. And look at all the things we've learned in the last two years. I mean, if it if it weren't for the deadly nature of what they're doing to us, this would actually be probably and I'm a professional student by heart you know it would probably be the most unbelievable educational time in my life but it's critical that we we all get involved in this because we need a worldview that's correct you know we're in a war and the war is against sure us are. against human beings and, and you have to things, have good intelligence yes yes you do have to have good intelligence and um uh one of the things that you uh, you know ha have been highlighting is just sort of the the art of war the use yeah. of fear right and i you know so i i would say my observation and i kind of knew some of this before but really i've honed this i've been doing a lot of philosophical you know research into the way the world works and you know i think it's i think it's observable from history and my belief that we've been we have been uh ruled forever you know, we think we elect our officials. Do we really, you know, did we really elect, uh, you know, 
Biden? Did you really elect Trudeau? Actually, machines have been now it's more obvious a part of the, the apocalypse is they it's become more obvious that it's the machines voting for these people. But if you really look at it from from the dawn of civilization, I mean, we always we had the pharaoh. We were serfs. OK. And then the then the because the, then the leaders were overt. You saw them. But then it became un, un cool to be, you know, in a pharaoh's garb. So then they, they became kings and then they became bankers in suits and they blend in with the rest of us most of the time. So we don't observe them. But behind the scenes, the world is being run by unseen people using, you know, unseen techniques with secret societies as basically their 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 organization. And I really uh, they hide from us. You know, we can call it the dark occult or whatever. They have techniques for hiding things from us. And they hide from us the principles of how our body works, how the world works in general. I mean, they've lied to us about when you start really looking to we've been lied to about physics, about about chemistry, about about just about biology is a big one, about how we work and what what the nature of disease is. That's what I've been spending a lot of time on. And and once, you know, the and I'll just tell you the punchline before I tell you how I got to it. But the punchline, in my opinion, is there it's what it's what Max Kaiser, if you ever watch his economic thing, he talks about complexification and crapification. They make things so complex that we think we can't figure it out. So we'll just turn it over to the technocrats. But they're not complex. At the end of time, I think there are certain principles that, you know, God given principles that are simple. You know, an example of that is I hear people now that they kind of understand what happened about this uh, this recent generalized treatment. I won't call it the VA, the, the VAX thing, but you know, this thing that we've been given and it's killing a lot of people and we're getting a lot of people sick and, and disabled. And now there's some people that are waking up enough to say, Hey, why did we, you know, we shouldn't have done this. Why did you politicians do it? And the answer we get from politicians is mostly, we just didn't understand it. You know, we were told by the doctors and the chemists and the blah, 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 you know, they didn't understand it. And my answer to that is, you don't have to understand the principles or the details of the science to understand the details of liberty. There are principles of liberty here that you all violated. That was your job as politicians. Now, from a medical standpoint, I think the same crapification and complexification is happening. In my lifetime, and you know, I'm classically trained MD, in my lifetime, the idea was, oh, you had to get in, you have to, you have to spend thousands of hours and doctors to just ask yourself, you know, to get a diagnosis. We can't treat you unless we have a precise diagnosis. But that's not what ancient medicine was about. Ancient medicine was about really two things. It was about purification, get right with God, and detoxification. And it's interesting to note that in Latin, virus means toxin. It doesn't mean a little animacule that floats out of your mouth and goes to make somebody else sick. It means toxin. So, I've come to the conclusion that there are four things that everybody needs to do. And I've, I've figured this out because every, every time somebody calls me now, I'm always telling them the same four things. I'm realizing those are the only four things, in my opinion. It's detoxification. Get the toxins out of your body. Okay. Number two is get the parasites out of your body. Number three is EMF protection. And number four is, um, it's supplementation. You know, we okay. have, there, 
we don't, and then obviously get, get right with God. That's the, that's the one I'm. Amen. Get right with God and get on rumble. So what we're going to say to everybody where we've got YouTube uh, going strong right now, we've got a good amount of people on there. Uh, if you would head over to rumble.com, there's a lot that we're going to talk about, uh, with Dr. Lee Merritt today. And we want to be respectful of YouTube and their rules and their parameters. And so we need to say goodbye to you in the, um, in the chat. You will find the link right now. You can go, it's at the bottom. And you can go straight to Rumble to hear more of what Dr. Lee has to say. Uh, we value our our platform here on YouTube. So we're going to say goodbye to you and see you over on Rumble where we can have a further discussion. Okay, everyone? Um, continue. So I, I, like, I like the last part. Uh, having your relationship with God uh, shored up and shored up, I think that that is happening in droves right now because people are feeling so uncertain about the fear, about all that's happened. Now, if you have that baseline, that is a great foundation to then begin doing these other things that you are highlighting. Yeah, and I actually, uh, my it's kind of a scientific underpinning to that vibe that is that, you know, we we are told by the the, the current medical establishment, scientific establishment, that our DNA is a blueprint for building our physical body. They never discuss the electromagnetic aspect of our DNA, but our DNA acts also like an antenna. It's a, it's a helical structure, and I understand that there are, there are monoatomic um, pure metals in, in the center that act to act, make this like really like an antenna. And you know, it, it from for a lot of reasons. I, you know, I don't think it can possibly work the way they're telling us that it's like the ticker tape where you have A C G T and I. I'll change one here and I'll do this and you know we have three three point four two billion base pairs on our DNA. We share fifty percent of it with a banana. Well, sixty percent if you're a politician. But the problem is, is that we don't know what most of that DNA does. It's, they call it junk DNA because they don't understand it. So every time they tell you about this, all this precise gene editing, keep in mind they really don't understand it. And when I actually looked into the guy who was is credited with a lot of this CRISPR technology, actually the father of CRISPR uh, DNA, you know, insertion. This is what he says on his MIT website. He essentially says, well, yeah, you know, when it comes to precise insertion and things in the DNA, we can't really do that. You know, what we can do is we can do gene knockdown. We can take out a gene, but we can't really precisely insert things. Now, that's kind of a shocker from the guy who is, they had a, developed CRISPR. So then I looked to see what his, um, what his PhD was in. And his PhD was in optogenetics, meaning using wavelength to change the function of genetic material to produce a certain behavior in biologic systems. In other words, he could change nerve behavior by using wavelength. Well, that's your brain, that's you, that's your heart, that's everything. We are wavelength. And so I think that it's a, that they don't want us to see our DNA as an antenna from God that gets a signal that makes us unique, that, that that's our connection. And, um, I just think that's that's a better model for the world than what we've been told. And when you realize that, you realize that if if we are not really solid beings, you know, the physicists tell us it's all energy, right? If we're not solid beings, then trying to take a pill and take all this solid, you know, uh, what I want to say, medications is probably not the right answer. Ultimately, whatever we take 
has to affect our electromagnetic self. And I think there are things that we can do to do that. Now, there are some real things to attack and, and, and I could get into the, like the, the whole parasite. I have a whole rumble video called Absolutely. the parasite paradigm. And I, I would look at that because um, your friend, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about her death, but you know, they've lied to us about cancer. Um, it looks to me like cancer is parasites. There's a big German group that has a video and it, I, I excerpt it on my video, but I tell you the other bits of evidence and it's pretty overwhelming. It's just that our medical establishment doesn't want to believe it because if they really believe what I'm saying, then the whole medical, the whole pharmaceutical industry is non, you know, they're going to, they're going to lose out. Everybody's going to lose out. It's these, you can treat yourself in other words for a lot of these things. So that's what, and I think you mentioned fear. I think another big aspect that we have not really addressed as physicians and we have not really addressed in general is how fear played into what happened to us the last two years. The, the, the presumed, so the rulers of this world, they love fear. They love discord. They fund it that, you know, probably they funded both sides of, you know, World War II. They funded World War One. They did all these things. They funded the Bolshevik revolution. Um, and they like us not to be, uh, united as a human species. They really like us to be warring with each other over trivia. You know, you really believe World War One was about shooting Archduke Ferdinand? We, we went, a whole continent was torn up for that one act. That's insane to think that. That was, that was created. And, and by, and so once we realize that dissension is the part, how are they doing it? Well, you know, they funded the Tavistock Institute and the early, and this been, the, these principles have been around for a long time, but the Tavistock Institute was in a, was funded by the Royal Institute of International Affairs. And if you want to look at the heart of the, the so-called kind of Illuminati system, the Royal Institute of International Affairs isn't very far from the top here. It's a, it's a big coordinating level. And they funded the Tavistock Institute, which was theoretically to look at shell shock in World War One. But really what they were looking at was not just, individuals. They were looking at how to mass mind control the population. In other words, and they admit that one of their programs was to figure out how to get people to agree to get into the war. Okay. Wow. The British public, for example. Well, one of their very, and one of their very fav, famous um, graduates was a guy who came over. He's the father. Um, he was the nephew of, of, of Freud, but he is the father of American advertising, uh, um, Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays. Um, and he wrote the book Propaganda. So he's not just talking about how to, how to get one person to do something, you know, psychological manipulation of one person. He's talking about how to psychologically manipulate the country, the, the people, the, a population of people. And one of the, one of the, his, there's historic, there's lots of history and, um, kind of some black occult stuff that goes along with this. You know, people have heard about satanic ritual abuse, I'm sure by now, because that's one of the things in this apocalypse that's coming out that, that children all over the world are being, are being kidnapped, are being murdered in, in, you know, bloodlet, uh, you know, all sorts of these bad things and, and made into MK ultra. The MK ultra program is the program that was brought over from the Nazis to the U S about, uh, MK Ultra mind control. Now, my 
former university actually was involved, got caught being involved in this, taking CIA money to do this. I mean, I don't know what that means. Are they torturing children? But the but MK Ultra was Mengele, he, he, but he didn't start it. It was started thousands of years ago. It's what they call satanic ritual abuse. You abuse a child from the time they're in the crib until they're six years old, and they you fragment their personalities. They've got this is very scientifically worked out. There's an excellent book about this by Fritz Springmeier called "How the Illuminati Create um, uh, Undetectable Mind Control Slaves." I think is the name of the book. But it's it, he goes into detail with and, and he got data from people that were actually victims and actually programmers. So he's got it from both sides. It's a very eye-opening book. But what he points out is you can you get these people to have their brain basically con reconstructed you know there's a there's part it's very scientific but Mengele then took and and really codified scientifically and it came over to our universities and we've been involved in it the CIA's been involved in it it's all over the world there are certain cities that are hubs of this that have and if anybody's watched TV I mean they tell you about these things uh Stranger Things remember 11 the girl in Stranger Things that's what she was she was an MK Ultra mind controlled person that was what the, the 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 appearance was well so that's what they can do to an individual they can fragment your mind give you multiple personalities that war the multiple personalities may talk to each other may not i mean it's really crazy stuff but they can they can hide secrets they it's, you, they can make you into the perfect spy they can make you into the perfect assassin and they literally have uh, what we're finding out is they've literally created people to be in positions of power now, I, I won't say this is true of Justin Trudeau, but you know what? They all have the, all the, the, the ones I notice, are, they all kind of have the same thing. They're all very, they're charming young men, mostly some women who are, who are suddenly propelled forward and they have all the money and all the, the power thrown at them and they become the, what we thought we elected. You know, that's part of it. And, and also people in positions of research, you know, I mean, I'm sure Anthony Fauci is not exactly who he says he is when you look at his records. Um, and I could name a bunch of others, but these, what you can do to people, you can do to civilizations. So, th so it's a, th so think about, we call it the Hegelian dialectic. It's, you know, uh, um, problem, reaction, solution. And so their solution was they wanted to give everybody this vaccine, this this injection that's really not a vaccine. We shouldn't say that. For and and I think it's for I think it's to murder a lot of people and to maybe control some of the rest. But it's not for health. If anybody at this point still thinks it's for health, then show me one benefit to health of this thing, and I might believe you. But I can't see one, and nobody's coming out with one. It's all downhill from their original ninety-five percent safe and effective. It's all been downhill since then. And those of us who actually read the science way back knew that. So it's not about that. What's it about? Well, the idea of the Hegelian dialectic, the pro tr problems, reaction, solution is, you know the solution you want. Now you create a problem, so you get a reaction. So they created the problem, and the, in this case, they lied. They lied to you to create the problem. They so they created a problem, and they 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 claimed there was a huge new disease that was killing people, and nobody knew what it was, and and blah blah blah. And so we have to do something about it. Now there's so many ways I can prove to you that that's a lie because. They, Richard Rothschild um, has a patent. This is not, I, I, the fact checkers say this is false, 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 false. Trust me, I've run this down. It's true. 2015, he had a patent on the COVID-19 test. Now, the, the fact checkers say, oh, well, but that could be another Rothschild. Those people making something out of that's nothing. No, no, we don't care about the name. 
But you claim that you just came up with that name COVID-19 in December of 2019. And here we know you can go back and find it. That's the kind of thing you can find. This has been programmed for a long time. So there's 2019. So, so we created disease and got everybody afraid. And then in the fear stage, everybody became afraid. It opened up the pathway so you could give them a solution that they might not accept if they weren't afraid, which was this unknown product that they wouldn't even tell you the, the contents of that had no track record that had not really been approved and they got everybody to take it okay they got so many people not everybody so many people to take it now what i woke up to the other night kind of in the middle of the night thinking about was that that's really it they, they call it the hegelian dialectic but it's really the satanic dialectic i mean satan the prince of lies so start start with a lie and then when you make everybody, you give a, start with a lie that makes people afraid, make people afraid. And then when people are afraid, they, they allow you, they allow these satanic forces to come in, these evil forces. That is, that is, I mean, that's not me saying that. That's a lot of other people talking about the, the principles here. And then at the end, took the satanic potion. I, I think people have to realize that there's a way out of this, that everybody who took that shot is not doomed. You have, but you, but just like you, you got to repent. And in this case, you've got to realize there's a way out. You've got to say, okay, I made a mistake. How do I get out of this? Do you now, know, for the first time when you're saying this, um, I know people have been repenting for taking the shot, but for the first time, I'm understanding what they're repenting for. They're repenting for allowing fear yeah. to guide a decision. Rule. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, I I haven't seen it so clearly until this moment. That's exactly what it is. They can't they can't control us without fear. I mean, first of all, just think about this. Provably there are less than three hundred people that control, and mostly men, three hundred men that control over ninety percent of the corporate wealth of the world. That was worked out by a Swiss economist, Gladfelter, in twenty eleven through a supercomputer. They looked at all the all the corporations in the world. They're like thirty seven in twenty eleven. There were thirty seven million corporations in the world. They put them into the supercomputer. It spit out those were owned by one hundred forty seven companies, and then. Uh, Forbes people looked at that and they said, well, those 147 companies, they're owned by 10 banks. And then some other smart aleck on Wall Street said, well, I've looked at it and those 10 banks are actually owned by four funds, which are controlled by 150 men. Apparently women need not apply. So you got a very, 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 this isn't the 1%. It isn't the 0.1%. This is the 0.000002% of the world are running this and they never get their hands dirty. So I'm going to tell you the very first thing that we as humans of all races, color, creeds, religions, all of us, we need to realize it's it's us first. We need to quit fighting with each other and stop participating in evil. Tune sede malice. Do not assent to evil. Because here's the deal. If this is just like Eichmann didn't kill all those people in the death camps. Okay. He just made the trains run. People, the, you know, the, the really the guys on the top of this are not committing overt murder. They're just creating the weapons that you can kill each other with. It's it's the nurses and the pharmacy techs and everybody injecting everybody. OK, they get us to do their dirty work. Stop doing their dirty work. Stop participating. Stop making this worse. If we stop, their whole system falls apart. OK, that is really as simple as that. 
the second thing I, I think is really important is to let's help each other and let's realize that there's a way out of this. And, and the way out of this, I think, is fourfold. And that's what I said earlier. Um, you know, again, if, if there isn't a virus, viruses are, are, are taught. What would really, you know, I made a little meme and I'm not a meme maker, but it was a picture of a bunch of, uh, reptilians. I'm making a joke. A bunch of reptilians having a cocktail party and they're all laughing and chuckling. And then the meme it says is, I know, I know. Let's, let's, let's kill them with, with talk, with poisons and EMF, but let's call it a virus. You know, and that's exactly, they're having, they're, it's a game to these people. Okay. But don't let them lie to you because right. no matter what it is, it's a toxin. You have and been so, on the record as, as saying that you do not believe in, in fact, in the, uh, uh, in the feed, people know this about you. You do not uh, believe in, in the, the viruses necessarily, right? right. You think that it's, yes. And, and I can explain that, I think, in yeah. pretty short order. You know, when you have a theory, when you have a hypothesis in science, if, if, if you're supposed to make all the facts work, you're supposed to look around in the data and the real world. The idea of science is to understand the real world. So when you do that, you're supposed to look at the data points in the real world and make sure they all fit into your theory. OK, but if you find some glaring thing that exists really in the real world and it doesn't it's it's in contrary to your theory, there's something wrong with your theory, not the real world. Now, what they've done is they've given you a theory that really sounds good until you really look at the data, but most people don't, okay? The, the, the people studying PhDs in virology, they're given little tasks to work on, and most of these don't really go anywhere. I hate to say it, but most of the paid research that we fund doesn't really go anywhere. And that's how you can pull, that's how you can get away with a lot of this stuff. But here's the, here's what, and this is actually, I think, what got me demonetized off Substack. Um, and I may be the only one, according to Steve Kirsch, but the, uh, but 1918. The pandemic of 1918. It, it had, and, and what, when I started looking at the pandemic, it took me down the road of what causes, uh, flu. Okay. What causes influenza? Do we really know? Now we're told it was a virus. We're told, in fact, oh, we found some of this virus up in the Yukon and we've recreated the virus of, of influenza and we blah, 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 blah. But in turns out in 1918, for a variety of reasons, anyway, they, they sent out, they really, unlike today, by the way, they didn't even they didn't want anybody to do autopsies about covid now why would you not want to do that i mean our joke in medicine is that pathologists know everything but too late that is the first thing you do is you get pathologists on the case and you find out what's killing people right so we didn't do that but they did in 1918 william welch from uh johns hopkins and the armed forces institute of pathology sent a whole team of pathologists out to fort riley kansas this wasn't a spanish flu it was fort riley kansas is where this all started and they started autopsying the dead and these were young guys primarily military guys but around the state there were others and it turned out that at the end of time after they did all these autopsies they still didn't know what caused it they said we're not sure okay we can't find any consistent thing that caused this and if you think that's just because they didn't have the technology in 2018 a group of chinese uh pathologists they got those blocks they looked at the specimens that william welch and those guys looked at and they said we still don't know what's causing it and it never came back again like that now in covid after a year and a half, in June of 2021, a group of pathologists published a paper because they'd had it. They said, you know, this is stupid not to do autopsies. Let's see what's happening out there. 
they found 28 papers with a roughly about total of 360 some cases of autopsies of presumed COVID patients, people that were COVID positive, right? This is at the point they had the test, which the test was completely flawed too. But in any case, that was one of their, their requirements. And guess what? At the end of that paper, they said, in spite of all the money we've spent in this attempt to quantify the, the burden of disease around the world, we still don't know what's causing it from, it's no clear case, cut, cut case here after a year and a half. So, to sell it, so, but here's the story. And this is why I reject the viral paradigm. In, in, for hundreds of years, you know, uh, and we have lots of documents to, to go along with this, much of which I, I credit the British Admiralty for. So, you would have flu didn't break out every year. It didn't break. We didn't have a winter flu season at 1600 or 1700 or 1800. We just had flu that would break out every 10 to 30 years, big influenza outbreak. And it, when, it, when it would break out, it would break out all over the world simultaneously. It wouldn't break out like just, you know, in one area and then go to the next area. There was no sequential thing. It was a simultaneous world breakout. So in the age of wooden ships and iron men, you couldn't travel that fast. They would even have, and this is why I say the British Admiralty in, evidence is really key, because they they had the, all the logs and things that ships at sea would come down with this disease at the same time it was happening in Australia and Spain without land contact, okay? Ships all over the ocean would come down with it. What's going on here? Well, then a couple of astronomers, one from Oxford, one from uh, Winnipeg, and I'm sure there are more. Now they've looked at Ebola, might be the same issue. They've looked at these people and they said, Oh, it turns out those epidemics of flu, the pandemics of flu that occurred every decade or every three decades, they were coinciding with sunspot cycles. With when the sun becomes becomes active, it it charges our ionosphere and we get sick. And I can explain we can explain physically how that happens. Yes. In, in another point of reference was that the yearly flu season started after we started laying down the telegram lines. The telegram and, and the people that were working under the telegram, in fact, you guys up in Canada, there was a telegram telegram operator strike. I believe it was in 1905, but it was somewhere around there. They had a strike of in uh, Ottawa, Canada, I think, or Ottawa or Toronto of telegram operators because uh, they were all getting sick and they had working conditions they didn't like, and they went out on strike. There were lots of things going on here. It wow. turns out that they solved the problem for the telegram operators in a lot of ways put a long twist in the copper wire that was using in the telegram wires. Now, why would that matter? Why would that make you sick? Because this is an electromagnetic wavelength problem. Okay. This is not a virus. Influenza in Italian means influence. It doesn't mean, again, a little flying unicorn that comes out and makes people sick. But that is a great anti-human agenda to say, you're dangerous to me, I'm dangerous to you, because I have these little tiny things that come out that can, ooh, who do make you sick? That's not what's happening. And interestingly, who were the guys that were dying down in Fort Riley, Kansas? First of all, it was a telegram operator's school. They were sending them to World War I, they were teaching them how to be telegram operators. And secondly, they all got vaccinated. There was crude, there were crude vaccinations that were being given at the time for other reasons. And they were, the military all took them. Uh, Eleonora Bean uh, is a, was a physician who, who was a child that helped take care of the victims of the 1918 pandemic. And she pointed out that the volunteers, her church volunteers and people that weren't vaccinated, none of them even got a cold. 
This had nothing to do. It had to do with an electromagnetic field problem complicated by a toxic vaccine. And the third factor was aspirin. Bayer company had lost its patent on aspirin and they wanted everybody to use aspirin. So they convinced all the doctors to use aspirin to bring the temperature down in these young guys. And in the diaries of the time, and I looked at a lot of things, including the diaries, including the Kansas, um, Historical Society stuff, the Naval Archive stuff, a lot of different things and, 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 and old newspapers. And they all say, they all, they give you this, this, this picture, okay, that they were, the doctors were caught shoving handfuls of aspirin into the, uh, into the sick on Fort Riley, Kansas, because they were told to, to take the temperature down. Now, in their, in their defense, they probably didn't know that aspirin caused bleeding, but the Bayer people probably did. You know, it's just like that was that was it. So one of the things that William Welch and those guys found, the pathologists in Fort Riley, Kansas, were bloody lungs. They couldn't figure out why these guys and the story would go. The story would go that these guys would be fairly OK. They'd be sick, but they weren't OK. And then suddenly they just start bleeding out of their mouth and they die because they were got a toxic dose of aspirin. And they had these lungs that had been damaged electromagnetically. And then their immune system was damaged by the vaccine. It's a trifecta. And if you don't think that's happening today, just think about it. We've got the new electromagnetic frequencies that are being projected on us from 2G, 3G, 4G, and 5G. It's not just 5G. We've got, um, and the, and these, uh, windmills that put out a probably very toxic ELF, electro long frequency. I think that's what it stands for. The very, very long, uh, wavelengths. And then we have, um, a vaccine. Right. And then we had a toxic drug in the hospital, remdesivir. I mean, it's the same game plan, just new people playing it. So that's why I don't believe it. In other words, there is no way you can you can you can look at the influenza of 1870 outbreak or any time and say that's a virus. It doesn't fit. And I will tell you that in old I've got four generations of medical books in my house and the first one to really talk about viruses is my, my books. And even them back in, back in the seventies, my textbooks of things, when you talk about disease transmission, they talk about parasites. They don't talk about viruses. So it's very, very interesting. This is a, this is something that's been created. Again, the virus, uh, the, the enabling lie, the lie that allowed all this to happen is the lie that there are viruses. And it, it there's a, I have a, you know, I can give an hour more complete in-depth lecture, but you can listen to Andy Kaufman or Thomas Cowan. They talk about how the, it's a fought fraud, how they, they never isolate these things. And it's really, it's really unbelievable well, we'd, when we'd you take time to, to look you. at it. Something very strange happened in what you're saying. So I found out from Dr. Artis that, uh, that, that I've been diagnosed with lupus and that it's probably uh, parasites, parasites in the spleen. Right. Yes. And then I think I talked to you after that as well, clarifying that. And I was like, wow. So when I got COVID, I went on a heavy dose of ivermectin for an extended period of time to just clear clear it out. It worked no problem. COVID was no big deal for me at all. I was also on hydroxychloroquine because of being lupus. Uh, with lupus. Um, so then what's happened since then, and this is my very first time to talk about it, is I'm just not having the same lupus uh, symptoms anymore. Right. <laughs> so did Isn't I clear amazing? the parasites out and I'm okay? I don't know. Well, I'm actually not completely. scared. <laughs> not completely. See, the reason that hydroxychloroquine didn't clear them out is you were taking it every day. So, okay. I, and if anybody wants the whole lecture, it's on my parasite paradigm on Rumble. 
and yes. on my website. Parasite you can go Paradigm. To my website, it's there too. Yeah, the okay. Parasite Paradigm. That's important. And, and, and I, you know, it's funny, God puts things in front of you in weird ways. So the first time I ever heard about parasites and cancer came from a Baptist preacher that I was, I was, I was speaking uh, in place of Simone Gold from AFLDS because she couldn't get on a plane. She'd been declared an enemy of the state, was on the no flight list. And, and just apropos of, of nothing, we started talking and he was telling me how he went, before he went to MD Anderson for his throat cancer, he, he started on fenbendazole. Okay. Fenbendazole is panicure. It's one which you, which your dogs get wormed with when they go into the, or your, or your horses or cows or something. So it's a, it's an animal veterinarian medicine that we know about. And there's an underground whole society of people that have cancer that have treated it with fenbendazole. Now, so, I, I, I ran across it from him, didn't think any more of it. Then I ran across it from artists. Then I ran across it. It's like 16 things. One of the things that really has convinced me, there's a German group that shows that cancer is parasites, but it's not just cancer. Uh, I also ran across a guy, not Dr. McDonald. He's a pathologist in Florida, I believe. He did 10 autopsies, sequential 10 autopsies on dead MS patients. All of them had parasites in the brain and spinal cord. He's looked at dementia patients, Alzheimer patients. They have a, a weird parasite that's encapsulated in, in some other kind of slimy thing. It's not any one parasite that's doing this. I can tell you my own story. I would have been with you. I started having or I would have developed cancer. So as all this started progressing, I realized, you know, I'm going to just treat my own parasites. I, I, I've decided we all have them. I'm going to treat them. Okay. And I tried to get my husband on this. Now he's on it. I couldn't get him on it at first, but now he's gone to enough meetings with me. He's heard this enough that he's getting it. <laughs> he's a believer. Um, yeah, because so in ret so I I I researched this and I looked at there's oh here's the other thing. What are all the drugs? The first what are all the drugs that you can't say? You know, it's like George Carlin. If I'm older, you probably don't remember George Carlin, but George Carlin was the guy who came up with the comedy routine: seven words you can't say on TV. Well, we can say all of those words on TV. No one cares. Uh, but now you can't say hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, ivermectin, fenbendazole, nitazoxanide, and chlorine dioxide. Those are the six words you can't say on TV. There's a reason for it. Absolutely every drug that we're talking about being useful, except remdesivir. NIH had to throw in remdesivir because they wanted to kill more people, I think. I don't know why they put it on. Yeah. Make money. You know, their motive is I can't speak to. But they mixed it with two other drugs. One was ivermectin and one was nitazoxanide. Now, nitazoxanide is one that nobody had ever heard of before. I started talking about it. I think I didn't know about it. I started using it or heard, heard about it because of Carrie Made. She was talking about the hydra. And what they use to get rid of hydra is nitazoxanide. And I think that's key for what we're dealing with here. So, so I just to treat my own parasites, that was the first drug I started on nitazoxanide. Now, up until then, I had had progressive night sweats for five years. And we, in medicine, when we think of night sweats, now, yeah, it can be hormones, but I'd already gone through that. I'd already treated that. I, it's not my hormones. That's not what's going on here. I had five years of progressive night sweats to the point that the last couple of years, I'd been soaking the sheets almost every night, you know. And you see that with TB. You see that with cancer. Um, you know, that's kind of what you think about when you hear that story. But I didn't have any evidence of anything else. So what's going on? But I took three days of nitazoxanide, gone, because it was parasites. And now the reason that you can't get rid of them just with what you were on with the hydroxy, and this is why hydroxychloroquine works for lupus, by the way, but why it doesn't keep working. It doesn't make, it, it benefits you at first, then it stops benefiting you. And the reason is because they don't cycle it. 
So when you do the parasites, you've got to cycle this because you kill the stuff in the gut, but then you have stuff insisted in you all over the body. And that's not getting out because what what happens is you have to, when you kill the stuff in the gut, those mother parasites put out a hormone that keep the little things, babies insisted. When they go away, suddenly you release these things out of the cyst and then you have to kill them again. But that won't work if you stay on the drug. You need to you need to go off of it. So I have a pro program where I use for me. I I started out at three days on and five days off. Three days on and five days off. And the one I also, if you're on my Rumble channel, you'll you'll find out how to screw this up because uh, we didn't have any problem until we went on vacation. This is when my husband I got him on doing this too. We went on vacation, and what happened was uh, we kind of got we we went down to a wedding in Arizona. We were two weeks gone, and we weren't paying attention. We went too long on the off time. Now, if you go too long on the off cycle when you're not taking the medication, what happens? More and more of these baby little parasites hatch out, and pretty soon you've got a lot of these parasites out in your body swimming around. Then when you take the medicine. Katie, bar the door, you get you get all these dead parasites suddenly. And no surprisingly, your body doesn't like to be filled with dead parasites. You get an allergic reaction. Your eyes are water. You, oh, my God, it's no fun. So I called it the holiday Herxheimer. It was a Thanksgiving. And I said, don't don't give. It's called a Herxheimer reaction for the medical people out there. And they know it. And, and we used to see it in the old days treating syphilis. Because people who'd come in and they get penicillin for syphilis, if they had a huge load of the syphilitic uh, organism, they get they get this, but I can tell you all about it. But it won't kill you; it just makes you want, want to die, maybe. But that's it. And so, these German guys showed that that everybody with cancer has parasites. So we have been lied to big time. And by the way, I'm just telling you, I'm not suicidal. Right? I was just uh, going to uh, say uh, I don't, that. Don't don't. Uh, yeah, I know. Don't. If anything happens to and me, you're I'm not, not suicidal, suicidal, right? Yeah. Well, because this is the biggest be, scam going. The the raising it, money constantly for cancer. You know what I mean? It's this a is a scam. huge industry. Who wants that to end? But, but you know, again, what's cancer been in the background? In at the biggest, one of the biggest benefits of cancer in the background is fear, right? Fear. They got us all doing all these checkups and worrying all the time whether you got cancer stuff. It's fear. Once we get knowledge, you know, my people will die for lack of knowledge. Once you have knowledge, you don't have to be afraid. Now you just take action. And you take action just like, you know, you got to start locally with yourself. You take action against, so you're healthy. Um, I can't tell people to take chlorine dioxide, but I don't take any of, the, any of these. Everyone always asks me, well, when you go on a trip, do you take ivermectin or anything? I said, no, I don't take that. I'm on chlorine dioxide. And chlorine dioxide is the most perfect. It's the universal antidote. They don't want us to know that. Now, here's the problem in Canada. They, you're, you, you got to guys who've got to get rid of your, your uberlords because they don't even want you to import the crystals to make it, even though every bit of food you get off the, in the grocery store in Canada has been industrially treated with chlorine dioxide. What the heck? You see the point? They're using it. They know it works. It's not a toxic chemical. If used appropriately, it's, it's the, it's the, per so I just take a little of that every day. I have a little, little thing right now. I'm just drinking it. I just make it up in a water bottle and, okay. and you don't make it in metal. You make it in glass or plastic. I, I have a protocol about how I do it on my site. Again, I would never tell anybody else to do it because when you do that, they put you in jail like Bishop Grennan. He was a, he's a missionary. He's been in jail with his sons for three years simply by reporting on the benefit of this stuff. So, um, there's a magic. 
there's magic. There is magic in the and world, and there are where, some things we have. Can we, we get have. all this stuff? Uh, I I do not even know. Like chlorine dioxide, can I go to the store and buy that? Can I get nido? Nido's yeah, not as So nitro. I tell you that on my site where to okay. get this stuff. See, okay. you, now, you, you know, We're a doctor could write you a prescription for nitazoxide, and I use three things on my parasite protocol. I use nitazoxide, I use uh, I, I use ivermectin, and I use fenbendazole. Now, you can get fenbendazole down at the at the feed store where you where you get your horse stuff. You know, okay. um, it's and the same. The problem is that. Um, as as time goes on, the government's going to clamp down more and more. And I I think that the and, and again, this goes along with my feeling is that we have to understand there are universal principles at work here. We can treat ourselves with these universal principles and we don't need to have a precise understanding of the reason I feel bad today. I wonder if it's flu or I wonder if it's measles or I wonder if it's, you know, I ate something or I went doesn't matter. You got the universal antidote. You got your parasites taken care of. You got your supplements because we also know about deficiency diseases. So I've got a whole, you can read about my theory about that on my website. That's under the shop because that, that supports the war effort. But I, but I do have, and I don't know if we even shipped to Canada. So this isn't an ad, but the, but I, I used to do like most people do when they're trying to do supplements. I do, uh, in an, you know, a pill here and a pill there, just like you're treating heart disease as a physician, right? That's not the way to do it. You have to have, a, we have 90 essential nutrients that we need. You have to have a balanced nutritional supplement. So now I do it with some liquids and powder stuff. It's really easy and I can get my, you know, it works. You know, it's good. It's for compliance when you get your husband to do it. Husbands yes. are the most recalcitrant of the med- <laughs> they? people. They won't uh, take it, right? They won't take yes. the pills. I wasted my time. I wasted months of my life filling pills for him that he never took. So now I'll get him on a drink. That that works out. Um, you know, and then EMF protection. And I have that also. There's if if anybody wants to watch now, there's lots of people that talk about electromagnetic frequencies and stuff, and it's all very confusing. I think it's actually pretty straightforward now. Um and there's more we're learning all the time, but there's a principle. Again, there's a principle here. And the issue, the principle that's in play is that the closer you have to you, the mitigation device, it doesn't matter about the power so much. In other words, a huge tower, you think, how could a thing on my, like my wristwatch, how could a thing the size of my wristwatch make a difference to that huge tower over there? And the answer is the inverse square law. That's far away, and this is very close. And so we know that things that are closer uh, have orders of magnitude more power, and it makes a it makes a field around you, and it's it's about field protection. So you're protection. saying we should keep lead. our phones away from us, like? Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I think uh, I'm guilty. I I constantly have well, them close, you know. I a simple thing, and I'll see if I have this right now. No, I don't. I thought I had my my EMF meter. I got an EMF meter because I have a bad habit. Yes. I really like to read my phone in bed because it doesn't wake anybody up. You know, I can read it. Uh, it's not, and I'm hooked on reading Telegram and things. Anyway, in fact, join me on my Telegram channel. It's Freedom Doc. It's <laughs> okay. With a pink. Are, it's got is a it pink under Dr. Lee Merritt on Instagram? Yeah, no, it's Freedom Doc, and it's it's oh, me. Freedom it's got Doc. my name too, but you find it under Freedom Doc, and it's a pink got background. It. This uh, high school girl drew this for me with a plague mask doctor, a plague doctor, all in the big snout mask. But right. if you, t- I, what I did is I took my phone and I put the EMF monitor right on my chest, and then I measured it, and it was too high. Okay. So then I took my, and then I just left the monitor here and I started moving my phone farther and farther away. And I discovered if you get it one arm length away, it measures zero. So just take this, do the simple expedient. Just move it an arm length away from you. It's simple. Yeah. There you go. You've done it. (laughs) And, uh, 
your right, routers are the that. dangerous part. Yeah, <laughs> I can still kind of check my Twitter, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you kind of. I have a I have a little stand, and I can see exactly. if you text me, but it's it's an arm length away. Uh, and then, um, you know, uh, the other thing is, it's your router is your dangerous thing in the house. That is the worst part of EMF, you know, in the house and smart meters. So. Um, if you go to if you go on my website on the top left on a computer, it's, it has this link to EMF saw. And I like I say, I've looked at a lot of different companies. I like them because they have biologic assay that they work. It's that simple. I mean, they show they take a router and they show that a router will cause bread to prematurely mold. But then they put their mitigation stuff underneath it, and they don't tell you what's in it. but They put it underneath there and it doesn't mold now. So for me, I use their whole house. I, you know, it isn't, you can't, you can't put lead around yourself or copper or anything like that around. It won't work because it's all around you and it gets into your, it, it like resonates. It changes the, it, it's in your walls. It's in your electrical wiring. So they put these things on your like fuse on your fuse box coming in the house and you can have these, I take with me when I'm traveling, they have a couple of these things that are room mitigators. And I take two of those when I'm traveling, when I go to a hotel, I don't let them put me on the top floor because that's where the five G towers are. Oh. Be down a few floors. Okay. You know, I used to not want to be on the ground floor just for security, so but I also smart. don't want to be on the top floor. So I want to be right in the middle somewhere. And I have these, I put one in the bathroom. I put one by my bed and I'm not, I don't get sick traveling anymore. Now, here's this is the this is a point that I should make that's really important because people will say if there's no viruses, how do you get sick in the winter? And I want to explain this because once you learn this, you won't get sick in the winter if you do things right. Okay? Well, I can't promise you won't get sick, but you you're going to cut it down. So here's here's the deal. And I actually I credit Larry Polevsky of the Five Docs, um, one of our Sherry Tenpin and that group. Where we all talk about this. And we were at a meeting one time together. And I said, "Oh, we we're having breakfast." I said, and he came around to this before I did. And I said, "Okay, Larry, I'm with you. I've moved over to the side that there are no viruses. Now tell me about the winter flu season or the winter death season. What's causing it?" And here's and he got me started. Now I've done more research on it since then. And I, I kind of understand the the biophysiology here, but it it has to do with the fact that. Uh, in the winter, of course, the sun goes down early. Now, we were lied to another lie in medical school. They told us, you aren't plants. You don't get sun directly into you to do any good. You know, you're, you don't, that's for plants. No, that's not true. It turns out that every cell in our body is like a battery. And the way that you get rid of toxins in the body is you use that electromagnetic gradient to get rid of toxins. So you have to keep your batteries charged to get rid of toxins. Now, in order to do that, it turns out infrared and near-infrared wavelength are what charge your batteries. You can do some by food and internally, but you get a lot of it from the sun. So when you go out in the summer, we all get charged up, literally. Grandma was right when she said, get some rest, get your batteries charged. When we get in the summer, we go out, we get a lot of sun, we get charged up. We can work long hours, no problem, because we got a lot more energy and we can expel the toxins. Now, fall comes. Now we're now we're inside. It's colder. We're not getting outside as much. So our our batteries are starting to get discharged. And as they get as they you know and they're continuing to get discharged over the winter till next summer. But what do we do? We turn on our electric lights whereas my grandparents and their you know in that generation and beyond, they all lived by the sun cycle. In fact, when I was a kid we still lived in farm country. We still lived by the sun cycle. When the sun went down, you went to bed. 
you know, you didn't go, you didn't go to bed at 10 o'clock at night in the summer, in the, in the winter. You went to bed at 8.30 or 9. You know, and even then, you know, you were might have been in bed earlier and just reading. People did not live these long hours. This is electric light phenomena in modern society. So we're staying up late. We're cleaning the house. The kids are coming for Christmas. We're packaging up things. I mean, we are expending more energy than we have. And in that, and because there's a, a difference of energy. Now we don't have enough energy to, to charge our cells and we're not, and our batteries are discharging and we can't get rid of toxins. So the most toxic among us die. That's what's happening in the winter. You know, the people that are the, we, we think of them as old and frail, but they're anybody that doesn't have a good immune system that really discharges their batteries, can't get rid of toxins is going to die. That's the ultimate end. That makes sense. So, it makes a lot of sense. And I'm telling you, so what, how do we counter that? One is, and I heard Suzanne Summers, who's, you know, the great guru of, uh, you know, non-medical. She's not a physician or anything, but yeah, she's written all these books on how to healthy aging and, and, um, you know, she's right. I mean, she's, I met her at anti-aging meeting. She's a smart gal and she's really right about this stuff. But I remember her talking about as, as the sun starts to go down, she starts lighting candles in the house and she starts to go down and they, they start turning off the electricity. They don't have a, you know, don't have a TV or electrical devices in your bedroom. You need to live by the sun cycle. Now, one of the things you can get, which is really helpful, is an infrared sauna. Infra, when, when, even without knowing any of this stuff, we started, when COVID came out, we didn't know what was going on at first. My husband and I, every night we got in the infrared sauna, we never got sick. It was when we stopped doing that the next winter that we started having a problem, but now we don't anymore because we're doing other things. But yeah, infrared saunas, and you can buy these cheap ones. You could it, go into just before I had an infrared sauna, I would just go down. Uh, I was working out in a gym and I'd just go and get a tan. You know, the dermatologists want to tell you, oh, tans are bad. Those tanning booths are bad. No, no, no. If you're under 15, they're bad. If you're an adult, you can go in a tanning booth a couple times, three times a week. It's not going to hurt you. And then, and, and be reasonable about it. But that wow. really makes a difference. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, a good that Valentine's really gift. My husband was just saying, I don't know what to get you. An you infrared know. sauna. <laughs> I like it now. It kind of sounds expensive. Is it like, do you have to get, a, I mean, is it like well, a there's two ways. or a lying down thing? Well, you can do, depends on, depends on whether you want the, the sexy version or the, 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 the no, no, the uh, no frills. No you frills. Can have a, I saw a thing at a meeting, at this Florida meeting, they were selling these tents and they were literally an infrared tent. So you just put them around your body and you got infrared and you got it at a, and you got, there was something else Blowing. that did, but just, they were about $1,500. Now I think we bought our infrared sauna for $2,500. So they're, right. you know, they're not cheap, but they're not the worst. I don't know what right. they run now. But it really helps you and you go It in really helps. Yeah. It really helps. But short of that and, and the other thing, but short of that, again, you, 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 in the days before all that, the answer was go to bed earlier. Don't try to extend your days artificially in the winter with artificial lights. There's a good book called um, Lights Out by T.S. Wiley. She's a, she's a big um, anti-aging hormone person, got the Wiley Library of Medical Information. And again, no initials behind her name, no medical formal training, but just decided she didn't like menopause and she started learning everything. And she stumbled across this as being a big thing. And I think she's right. Uh, we have to, um, you know, we have, we are, we are cyclic beings. We're not meant to be up, you know, all, now some people don't need as much sleep as others. I grant that, but don't, don't fight your body. 
you know, if you need, I need nine hours of sleep. That's my, I, I do great on nine hours of sleep a night. And Einstein slept 12 hours. So, you know, maybe there's something to it. Your brain needs to relax. I don't know. But um, whatever you need, don't, don't extend past where you're feeling good. And right. that's it. That's how you, that, and, that, and that's that and supplementation. So those are the four things. Treat your parasites. You know, I like the, uh, the universal. Oh, there's a very good video by an ICU nurse. And he, he was like me about chlorine dioxide. He thought, this sounds too good to be true. How could this really be true? Yeah. So unlike me, I guess I was lazy. He actually researched all the literature. I mean, he and he made a great video. It's in four parts. You, even if you don't get to the fourth part, I'm telling you, you'll be convinced. You watch this video. It's called Universal Antidote. And it's, I've got a, it's on my talk. When I give you the talk on parasites, I think I talk about that or on something yep. else. But it's, it's really, and that's he's on right. your website. Yeah. Yep. So antidote or antitoxin, parasite. Like I am loving <laughs> this. We're, I we're just trying to you all day for hours. <laughs> we're trying. Literally, I'm so excited about what you're presenting. I think, I think you're bringing health. You know. Well, I let think me add one more people. about. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I let me add one more about the vaccine issue okay. because here's Please. there's some specific issues with that. If you've taken the vaccine recently, one of the things that happens, you know, we saw these people that would get clots and die right away or they'd start bleeding right away. And one of the things that people have noticed is when they look at the blood of vaccinated people, it has this rouleau formation where all the red cells, instead of being just freely around, they're kind of in these strings, right? That's called rouleau formation. And I researched how that happens. I mean, how do we get, how do we keep our cells from not doing that? And the answer is electrons. We have negative charges in our plasma, in the inside of our arteries and our veins and in, all around all those blood cells to keep everything repelling each other. That's what happens. Now, these guys, these psychopaths, they knew about this and they, they just did it anyway. Because I, I went down the basic science literature for years that stopped in 2018 because they knew they were going to deploy it. But before 2018, these researchers said, oh, these cationic lipids, we just can't get over the toxicity of them. And here's why, because the cationic lipids suck up electrons as they go through your bloodstream. They suck up electrons. Now, as it turns out, we have a way of replacing it. And again, I'm not telling you this to sell a product. I just have used this stuff myself for 15 years unrelated to this. I had no idea this would ever come to this kind of an issue. But I just thought it was a good anti-aging point that it's a it's a great anti it, it, it antioxidant. It really helps oxidative stress. It's called carbon 60. Now. Greska is a, I, I've gotten to know Bob Greska pretty well through this. He's the guy that developed a way of making carbon 60. You've probably heard of shungite, that Russian um, mineral that seems to be magnetically interesting or something. And people yeah. wear it on their wrists and it's supposed to ward off things. Well, shungite is carbon 60, but it's only small amounts of it in this stone. Whereas he's made pure carbon 60. It has six, it's like a buckyball. It's 60 atoms of carbon and it donates electrons. So when it goes through your bloodstream, it reverses the low formation. It's super absorbable. You got women that lost their hair after COVID, run it in, rub it into your scalp. You'll get it into your system. I take a, I take a dropper full a day, but you could put it on your face. You can do anything you want. It is, uh, do you, you know, sell this? Do you sell this? On I, your I have it on my website. Yeah, do, I do. Good. Help, well, help I support the war effort. But, yeah, good. yeah, but um, but it's uh, a, it's, it's really awesome. And there, it takes out heavy metals. Um, it, there's just a lot of stuff it does. I think everybody, I, you know, now that's not the, it's, it's not as cheap as some other things, but you know, we, 
we try that you can get cheaper stuff, but here's the problem sometimes with the cheaper stuff. It's it, they don't it, the way they make it. I mean, Bob, Bob was a, Bob is really a nanocarbon chemist. I mean, he's a real industrial chemist and he used to work for the aeronautical uh, businesses doing carbon stuff. And he figured out a way. It took him three years in his own lab. He figured out a way to do this without using toxic substances like toluene and benzene and the alluents that 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 are left behind when these some of these other products are made. And I'm not bad mouthing the other products. I'm just saying I don't know of any other one that's made this way. That's why I just and what that you and I can tell you how he does it. I stand by it. He yeah. accidentally uh, when he was using the powdered form. He was in his lab at, by his house like for six or eight hours or something. And we went to walk out of the lab. He he looked, he opened the door and it was all this gray haze everywhere. And he, he realized that he had been inhaling carbon 60 for probably six or eight hours. And I said, well, how much did you think you got? And he said, I think the equivalent of about 300 bottles. <laughs> in fact, and he said, he, I said, how did you feel? He says, I felt great. He said, the only thing that happened is, I kind of pooped out these little carbon bricks for about three days. But that is also, you see, good information because that's probably, I mean, it doesn't come out in your urine. It's, it's very non-toxic. It, it goes, it goes away. There's no evidence. There's no evidence this is toxic. Now, um, there's somebody that says it was, oh, it's toxic stuff, but it, it's the not, it's not the carbon 60 that's toxic. It's those eluents. So you want to avoid the eluents. You want to avoid the chemicals that are made with some brands to make this, but his is, his is not that. So right. I believe in it. Wow, so that's that, a little something different, but that is phenomenal. Um, I think everyone needs to see parasite paradigm, right? That's your video um, yeah. on all of this. And Go to your website, and uh, it's been underneath your name the whole time if everybody's wondering how to get, because people are wanting to know how they can contact you or, or you know, follow up on what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's the best thing is themedicalrebel.com. And on Telegram, I try to, I, I put a lot of, I used to just put medicine, medical information on Telegram. Now I, now I'm slip, I, I still put all the, in, the stuff I think is important to, to, to news about stuff that's medical I put in there. So it's kind of my, my, my filing system. So you can get it too. But the other thing is I'm starting to put in stuff that I just think is totally interesting. So we'll see what how this comes out but uh i will say one other thing hyperbaric oxygen if you've got long haulers or you're not feeling well uh get, find somebody that does hyperbaric oxygen that that's and if it and honestly um you know we can't spend money on everything i would love to have a hyperbaric oxygen uh tent in my house you can get these small ones that you can just sit in um but it's super for covid and anything dementia you know, there's nothing in your life that doesn't get better with oxygen, with better oxygenation. So. Wow. Yeah. And, and were you just saying that, that you should get some sort of oxygenation apparatus? Right. Now you can get like, like there are ozone clinics that give you oxygen through a different method. That's, yeah. that's fine. But there are these, like my friend in uh, Okaboji, Iowa, it's called Aeronautics. And they have, I think they have like 12 or 16 hyperbaric oxygen tents all different they have they have a single lay down they have a double lay down they have a you know you can go in with <laughs> they have sitting up ones i have a picture TV. of somebody with his dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> who knows yeah, about the awesome. double one but the i don't want to know what there. goes on there. then we're getting all the emf i don't know if we're getting anything off yeah uh, <laughs> we got to find a way to balance it oh oh dr lee you're 
you're really a treasure to this planet. And I, I'm, I'm so grateful for everything you've shared. Some of it is so scary, uh, starting off at the beginning with these globalist elites, what we're really up against. Um, and we are seeing, you know, uh, Tucker Carlson even having uh, segments on, really, we're seeing these unidentified flying objects. We're seeing all kinds of things, and they're starting to let it out. You know, yeah, they there's are so much we out. don't know. There's so much we don't know about what's going on. And yeah. every day, I'm but surprised. But the exciting part is, this has been going on for millennia, and we may be the generation that takes it down. Nice. That's the point. Everybody yeah. get in the fight. We're going to take our world back. We are going to be the generation that sees this come to an end. This We've been in, under the pharaohs long enough. Let's just be free people again. Thank you so much for blessing no, us. Thank Everybody's going to go and visit your website. I definitely want to see Parasite Paradigm um, because personally, I you know, I think that's very important. And um, and I, I just thank you. And God bless you and God protect you. And we know you're thank not you suicidal. Much. May you yes, be completely I'm well. <laughs> as you give the truth to the world and you fight back. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the second hour of Radio 5G on February 15th, 2023. This is a new recording. I'm hoping that you listened to the first half because it was the first hour, because it was um, just one of the more amazing uh, presentations I've heard. And Mark is with me, so Mark, you want to say hi? Yeah, hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Nancy, for having me over again. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> I so appreciate you. Um, okay, so let me let, throw it to you. What 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 things do you want to comment on about it? Uh, I wanted to give the source origin for this, this uh, the podcast. So it was... Um, February 3rd, I think it was, at the, because I, I tend to download a lot of free podcasts and then send them up for recommendation and mention some at the Shungite show. <clears throat> so this is the, is my two times speed listening. Um, I think it was the Laura Lynn podcast, so February 3rd. Um, yeah, I'm glad you chose this one. I wasn't sure because uh, we've used or um, brought over uh Dr. Merritt's various interviews over the years, and it's more or less the same. And then I, I keep up, what, like maybe twice, three times a month just to see what kind of updates she has and how she concisions the information and, and how what's the, the best approach. And so I like this one because it was, it was tight and then applicable. <clears throat> We're always about um, application and action, right, and, and what can each person do. Um, let me look at my notes here. Um, yeah, so, so, I mean, parasites are everywhere. I mean, people can look at articles online, and it, it, it's food, air, and water. It, it's just there. And I didn't know, like, it, it's pervasive in air, too. So, like, this whole thing of detox is is obviously cornerstone. And then she mentions the EMF thing, which, you know, Shungat show covers all the time, but um, <clears throat> the importance of, uh, uh, frequency, and she was talking about the the effects of the sun, right? Especially winter, because I did get sick a couple a couple times despite like having shungite on. But I think my error with that is, and, and Derek covered it last week in the shungite show, was was just having the sticker on your phone isn't enough, you know, the powdered shungite, because I, I assumed it's in my biofield, 
the bioelectrical field, you know, um, and that should be good. But no, you have to have your own on you for your own bio, like for your own field, because the phone has its own field. So I think that's what triggered some of my stuff and just not getting enough sun and staying out too late as per what she's talking about. You know, um, circadian rhythm is a big one. <clears throat> and I know we played uh, Dr. Jack Cruz um, sometime last year, and, and, and he's the cornerstone of that of mitochondriac medicine. Uh, mito hacking, which is uh, uh, the powerhouse of the cell, right? Energy. Um, and so, the mitochondria—that—that's the. Explain what you understand mitochondria to be. <clears throat> I mean that—that's the main thing that powers everything. Like if you don't have that, then you can't do anything. It's everything is energy, right? And so, what are the like the top? I mean, she, Dr. Merritt, had her own top stuff, which was the detox. Obviously, get the stuff out constantly but having sun and um but what are the things that give fuel to your cells like how do you op maximize optimize your mitochondria so uh light you know being around the sun as she mentioned within reason you know because everybody has their own what dr cruz calls solar callus so your body is is you got to measure how long you can be outside right that's why she was recommending infrared uh, most especially the um, infrared sauna. So <clears throat> what I use here uh, where I'm at is the Relax Sauna. That's the brand uh, name. And so people can go to YouTube and check that out. And it's, it's I mean, <clears throat> it, everybody should have it. Because not only is it a sauna, but it infuses you with infrared, which gets stuff out, even microplastics and everything. So I think the guy's Phil Wilson. He does uh, conferences all over the country. And... Um, Check out its interviews on YouTube. He's very aware about life force too, uh, um, chi, and how it affects the body. Um, <clears throat> so couldn't recommend that enough. Um, I also have a vitamin D light, uh, Sperti, S-P-E-R-T-I. Um, I know we're going into spring, which I mean, where, where I'm at now, it's it's uh, sunny most of the time, pretty warm. But you know, for those people who are in the office a lot, I mean, the vitamin D light's good. And then I have a um, infrared, infrared light also, <clears throat> which which has uh, red light and infrared. Excuse me. <coughs> so, okay, um, let me yeah. just write those down, you know, or something, so that we can put the, we'll get the links to these products that you're mentioning. But right. write them, yeah. write them down because um, I forget. I don't hear you quite correctly, and I don't want to keep interrupting sure. the show. Um, the uh, I, I want to just stop here because I've broken your train of thought here, but this was this was something that was so fundamental, and yet I hadn't ever thought about it this way. Um, the bat that your that your body is like a battery and it needs to be recharged, and I guess it's the mitochondria that we're talking about. My understanding is it's a structure in the cells that essentially take glucose and turn it into energy is that correct yeah sure. that's the basic just I think. that's the basic of it so the mitochondria it, it in order to really function it has to have the energy of the sun it seems like that's what she was saying to me and i was like wow i'd never really thought of needing to go out into the sun because your batteries are running down you know, I mean, they they tell you you get in the sun, take the sun stuff, but the that very simple concept of 
you're an energy field and you need to replenish your batteries, which my understanding is is recharge the mitochondria so that it can they can function correctly because if you're not being able to take the food turned into glucose and then make it into energy, well, you're in a real bad spot. So uh, that to me was very critical. And today I went out and I just sat in the sun, you know, and I got to tell you, I, I, I was out there anyway. I thought, I, I thought of her and the sun and everything. So I sat down and I kind of like just sat there. And I remember I'm, in, I'm as, about as far south as you can get in the United States in, in Miami. So we've got equatorial sun, which, you know, it, farther away you get from the equator, the weaker the sun's rays are on you. So somebody you may have to, you know, go for an hour out into the sun because you're in Minnesota and you don't see it very often, you know, or somebody like me, the opposite, where there's such an incredible amount of energy coming in from the sun at that point because of the directionality of the the waves that are coming off the sun. Um, I would I just sat out there for I I don't think very very long ten minutes maybe, and. Then I came back into the house. But I got to tell you that just doing that one little thing, I did a whole bunch of stuff once I got in the house. And, I mean, I live in South Florida. But a lot of times when I I walk into the house or I'm in the house after a bit, I'm like, God, I feel like I need some kind of energy. And it never occurred to me, go out and get some sun energy. It's just like I was so stunned that, you know, sometimes I I think of myself as a well-educated, well-thinking person. And then sometimes I stumble over these things and I go, well, that was stupid. You weren't paying attention to that, you know. So, yes, um, (laughs) don't be stupid like me, you know. Wherever you can get the sun, get the sun. And it also made sense to me that... When I was working, I worked for 25 years in a condominium, and I was working at night. And during the day, I spent more time out than I do now, but not, not, not enough, apparently. But every day, I would go out and I would see the rising sun. So I figure I was out there over 5,000 times to see the sun come up. And I didn't need much sleep. If I slept four hours a day, it was a it was a lot of sleep. And there's people who virtually have lived just on that sunlight, because, again, the angle that's coming at you as the sun is coming up is, you know, different than when it's right overhead. So. The the importance of the of the this, I mean, I, I understood that, you know, you get but I never thought of it as a battery. So if you just get it in your mind, you got your battery too, as well as being an electromagnetic field that you've got to recharge it. And the most efficient way of recharging it is the sun. Simple. And if you can't get enough sun, then pay attention to what Mark's been talking about these lights. And I've been like, yeah, okay, I live in Florida. Well, if I don't go out into the sun, <laughs> not, not much point of living in Florida. Uh, but I just really wanted to emphasize that because I thought that was a very critical part of what she was talking about. Uh, so do you remember where where I interrupted you? No, we kind of, I mean, it, it all connects. <clears throat> so I um, uh, just wanted to touch on, on what you're saying. 
So one of the quotes Dr. Cruz says is health is determined by zip code, not genetic code. So you're right where why is it everybody is moving to Texas and, and Florida and the southern states? Obviously for the um, opportunity and less restrictions, but there's that um, <clears throat> primal angle of, of energy um, where, you know, you can breathe more freely, you know, the, the whole thing of, of freedom, but access to the sun now obviously um there's there's what's the word caveats to that where there were this was known by um the powers that were um so you have these various weather attacks and what have you <clears throat> but and so like that's what dr cruz did several years ago uh, 2018 17 he moved to florida so he knew that far ahead so what is he doing now he he's in el salvador so I recommend people YouTube him, check out, check that out. He's on Twitter. Um, he's really big on crypto, Bitcoin. Uh, so, you know, take it for whatever that uh, that's worth. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, this thing of um, the 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 WEF term of poly crisis, but this this whole thing of attacks from all angles has been happening for, you know, for ages. So. Um, just taking care of the basics, you know, being outside when you can, like even if you're inside, have lunch outside on the grass, you know, getting grounding. And then uh, if you're inside, um, your computer screens and even phone, you can make the colors warmer because blue light reduces melatonin and a whole host of other stuff. Like it also increases cancer, diabetes and obesity. So when you go into, I mean, during the day should be okay, obviously, but after sunset, like cover up your skin. So the same uh, receptors in your eyes are also on the skin. Dr. Cruz mentions that too, and what he calls skin in the game. So if you can be outside, expose as much skin as you can. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm really glad that spring is more or less started where I'm at. Um, but, and so for the few who can't uh, go outside, obviously as much as I'd like, um, you got the infrared because the sun is like 40% red and, and that's so you got that and then the vitamin D because um th that that's the thing I forget who is who I was listening to but um uh the, the oh, I think it was Penny Kelly where she was saying like raw milk you know is better than regular milk because they put synthetic vitamin D in the pasteurized milk aside from it being destroyed with all of the good stuff right um so we get that through light which is a frequency. Uh, where am I going with this? So, I mean, that's pretty basic as far as just get outside more and, and be in nature. Um, and going back to the interview, and so Dr. Merritt was talking about having good intel, and we're in the time of unveiling apocalypse. I mean, people think it's the end of the world, it, it, kind of in a way, but in your other shows, you're talking about building new earth, and then you have the Buckminster Fuller quote of... Uh, Instead of finding the old world, build the new one. And, and you guys talk about that all the time in the other shows. Um, <clears throat> and so at a personal level, at about like the 12, 13 minute mark, uh, Dr. Merritt was talking about detox purification and that the Latin word for virus is, is toxin. And I like her approach because not only is she class a classically trained physician from how many decades, almost half a century, and she has been going back and back into the old medical literature and even back in the 70s it wasn't about viruses but parasites so 
I like that she she's able to validate that force and just how much things have shifted uh, towards money. Um, <clears throat> so well, we we yeah. touched on this, Mark, on the uh, Cosmic Reality Show. Yeah, we talked we talked a little bit about the parasite thing, and I've been saying to people that the electromagnetic system that's there is not does not have to be detrimental to people's health. It's the way that the it's just a, the nature of the science. They've got the waves rotating in a wave that's opposite the way that our bodies and our cells are rotating. And that if we could just, you know, we wouldn't even have, we can use shungite. Shungite reverses that, those spins. So if you, if, if you got the spin right, you, you're doing good. But the other aspect of it is that these are carrier waves. A carrier wave is a, uh, like in a radio wave, it's a signal that goes out, and the receiver knows exactly what that signal is, that carrier wave. So anything that's extraneous to that carrier wave is the intelligence, and that's what they, the, the receiver would focus on. So in essence, what we're talking about is the carrier wave of the electromagnetic system, the electricity that comes into your house, is a carrier wave. And you can put into that system the rife frequencies. In other words, rife was in the 30s. He figured out that everything is energy and that if he found like uh, bacteria, he would say, okay, so in, in, in basically quantum physics, if you've got a, a field that's rotating a certain way or is a certain way, if a sound sounds, you know, the sound, um, if you take and you invert another energy field that collides with that one you got, it just goes silent in a sound situation. Okay? Well, it's true for anything. It goes silent. So what happens is that he would use light frequencies to be able to bombard these things in the body that he didn't want to be, be there and he found that at certain frequencies with certain parameters okay that's what uh, every signal has parameters those parameters that frequency if it he'd go through a whole series and then he'd see the mold just sort of like self-destruct just disintegrate we can put that same thing on the those frequencies on the carrier wave of the electromagnetic system that they have built around us for telecommunications and electricity. But that system is there. It isn't the system that is destroying us. It's the way they're using that system to control and destroy us. And if we put those other frequencies on it, especially, and, I, and you know, I got... I, I knew this technically, you know, yes, this is this is all very possible. But when she began to explain the concept of the parasites being the main problem, and what, what's the Latin word parasite mean? Toxins. Um, it was like, oh, because you got to be able to sell this to people. And if she says, well, no, it's not all the things they were telling you. It's something much simpler. It's a par It's a parasite then you kind of like think in terms of worms and stuff, but it's not worms and stuff. It's all sorts of little things, microscopic things. That, you know, it's not worms. It's like when she says parasite, don't think worms. Think something that is in your body and parasitically is a toxin, is hurting you, whatever it is. 
And so, yes, now I'm like, oh, this is an easier sell to people. You know, think of what's what the diseases as being parasites, as being toxins in your body that are frequencies you don't need. And put the counter frequency into the electromagnetic system and nobody has to do anything. Boom, they're gone. So when we talk about all the stuff that's so bad, realize that we are in a new paradigm. And the new paradigm says we can cure anything just by understanding its energy. And knowing that, okay, it's not this weird cancer thing that, I mean, I researched this guy that was talking about cancer being a yeast type of thing. Well, that's probably a parasitic thing if you look at it from that standpoint. And he was very, I mean, he, he, he was... He was canceled back in the 70s, well, probably in the 70s, it was probably the 80s, 90s. This guy was being canceled because I think he was on to something. Um, a doctor in, uh, from Europe, I'm not sure which country. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to stop there and, and remind people that we're talking about stuff that sounds like, oh, my God, it's in the air, it's in the ground. Yes, it is. But that's because they want it to be. If we... When we take over, we can readjust the system, and it's all going to be gone. So not to panic. There's a way out of this. I just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you. Yeah, so your your, uh, radio show's cornerstone is Shungite. And it just, this this show would just play, uh, uh, what do you call it? It hits home because we are electromagnetic beings, as uh, she said. So even if it wasn't um, non-native EMFs, uh, the the sun and and cosmic radiation is still coming down to Earth. Um, so in the chlorine dioxide uh, movement, <clears throat> you know, uh, that's one of the things you, you're not allowed to say, right? Even though it's used for everything, using everything to clean, you know. Um, so I, I've been following that movement for years, and you got Mark Renan who runs basically like a chlorine dioxide church, MMS church, but he still got arrested even in, in Colombia. And then it was brought, I think, to Florida somewhere to finish his jail term. Um, <clears throat> and people should check out the Quantum Nurse podcast. Uh, there's two people interviewed, Carrie Rivera, and she's she was a big person who pushed um, or, or shared MMS to reverse autism and other things, which is, again, parasitic in nature. Uh, the heavy metals too, uh, really good podcast. And now she's big onto um, uh, the carnivore diet, which she said in her two decades of this whole uh, um, what do you call it? alternative medicine movement. There's almost nothing like it next to chlorine dioxide. Um, it's it's like basically high fat, no carbs, low uh, um, low protein. So and, and she has a, a what do you call it um, Instagram that shows us cooking recipes. And then Andreas Kalker is another one. <clears throat> And uh, he talks about uh, um, his version of chlorine dioxide being able to reverse effects in the shots and, and the graphene oxide, because we know a lot of that stuff is being put into food, air, and water, too. So, um, and, and he's a biophysicist. So what it is is that you have these nanotech things, but um, CDO, his version of, of MMS, is femtotech, which is smaller than the nanotech, which is why it's so effective. 
um <clears throat> there was even a guy um uh, uh was it two years ago he had to take the shot for to continue working in a university this is a bright on channel uh, in, um i think some kind of chlorine dioxide uh, uh um what do you call it uh channel that showed his before and after of like he's a, been a regular user of it and how he was before during and after the shot and talking about the effects journaling on on video and just how it had dissipated despite feeling growing pain from from you know the shot the j&j shot so that was pretty astounding to see you know as a play-by-play -play. um my notes again so I, I know a lot of people here listen and and they're big on Substack, which I am too. Um, so okay, hold that hold that Substack thing because yeah. if if people will go to the medical rebel, rebel. Mm -hmm. yeah, dot com, she's got now this is and I have I will have that uh, link down there. She's got the you go to the articles, push the button for the articles, and then weirdly enough, this red banner comes up and it says. You know, click on me. Just think of it as click on me. Click on that. And she's got a number of different categories. And one of those in there is how to make and use uh, chlorine dioxide. So you don't have, if you, if, if you want to really get into this, you can make your own. I just wanted to point that out before you went on. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so... I guess, yeah, Substack's a great place, but I forget where I put, I think it was in the Cosmic Reality um, Facebook group where there's certain things uh, where they do track you. Substack does that. Um, I don't know if it was the TOS terms of, of services, but um, the fact that Merit was demonetized, I think it was a couple of years ago from some Substack for talking about this stuff already said, okay, what else are they, is going on that we don't know. And so there you go. And so the the thing and and Merritt is leaning more and more towards the terrain mindset, which is the um, and Mike Adams too, with with um, uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan, Andrew Kaufman, um, and just things are showing more and more that this is all environmental, uh, which is what's happening. And <clears throat> at the end of uh, her interview, talking about that cancers are basically parasites, right? And and Obviously, we know of the cancer explosion um, worldwide, and you guys talked about this, I think, in the Say What show, where you have the um, rife frequencies, uh, the spooky two scalar things. You can combat these parasites from a long distance. Just talk to somebody who um, uses these these frequency devices, right? Um, but there is a caution in it where sometimes if you don't, there, there's chances where the frequencies can uh, trigger the nanotech to proliferate. So just be careful with them. I know that Derek and Walt do have those services. He has me too. So yeah, it, it's just crazy how these parasites are, are, are pervasive from a physical standpoint. There's also the mind parasite aspect, which I highly recommend if people enjoyed um, the podcast of, of this one, then uh, in the Medical Rebel, uh, she talks to uh, Bards FM, and I listen to him pretty regularly because he's former DOD, and they they bounce off 
back and forth with each other on on this whole, whole thing of mind parasites, which I'll get into in a little bit. But um, yeah, as far as making change to people around you, it starts with yourself and just these simple things. Fenbendazole, you could get anywhere, eBay, you know, wherever, um, the pet store. And then ivermectin is easy enough to get. I use the horse paste, and then that helped me a lot because um, I have a, a, a sugar issue. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know what else. Yeah, the, the infrared sauna, Phil Wilson, and um, yeah, so Andreas Kalker in that quantum nurse um, interview, he emphasized that not everything is 5G or, or the EMFs around. It's a, a lot of it can also be the cosmic radiation that's coming down. Nancy, I don't know if you can talk about that, of, of Sean got helping against that or these bombardments of, of solar this and that or these frequencies. Okay, for those people at Cosmic Reality that have heard this, I'm going to explain why I, I, I followed uh, Dr. Merritt. And um, this time when her presentation really affected me because she discussed something that I've, I've known for a long time. But she had taken it to a point that was her own research she went back farther than the research that had been done to give me the conclusions that i was working on and so i totally like was like whoa this lady really really does her research she knows what she's talking about and she got into the concept of the the flu and she said that which in all of this i know but i'm going to tell you what i didn't know she, when she was talking about it, she was talking about the fact that there was no flu. It would be these eruptions all over the world every 10 to 20 years or something, 20, 30 years. I don't remember what it was. It was a long time. And now they've been able to look at those outbreaks of flu and be able to correlate back what, what the sun cycle is because the sun has a cycle. High, low, high, low, high, low. And it's a, it's a standard cycle. Sometimes it goes off a little bit, but, you know, within a, a, a range, that's all. And they discovered that during these outbreaks, there was a lot of sun activity, a lot of bursting energy coming at us. So from that standpoint, there was a correlation prior to the beginning of the electrification of the world that had these flu outbreaks. But again, it was caused because of a change in the radiation, in this case, cosmic. So then she goes into um, the Spanish flu because the Spanish flu marks the point at which flus then suddenly became almost every every fall. Flu outbreak, flu outbreak. And it kept getting more and more and more the more the electrification came in so myself and others who were studying this go like well that it's not this flu virus thing you're talking about it's the electromagnetic you keep increasing the electromagnetic and um, you can go back and and Furstenberg will will give you all of the episodes of the flu outbreaks and what they were building out the telecommunications to be and electrification so and, and every time they did another big like they went from telegraph to radar to um, 
well, to radio and then to radar. And now we've got these enormous antennas that are putting out an unbelievable amount of energy. And if you weren't getting hit with any other toxins, you're getting hit with more toxins than a human being has ever had in the history of humanity because of the EMF waves. So she, she, she starts to spell that out. But then she goes into something, two things that just absolutely, I had heard, but it went by me. It wasn't until I heard her say it again, I said, I heard that before, was that the telegram, okay, so they know that the first outbreak of the Spanish flu came um, at Fort Detrick in Maryland with kids that were learning how to do telegraph work. So those kids started coming down with what they called the flu or you know at the time they didn't really know what was happening but some doctor told them to give the kids anti-inflationary aspirin and they gave so much to them it was toxic so then they started bleeding you know from their noses from just in their eyes I mean they were bleeding because of this poison that they gave them in the form of a medicine called aspirin and and this is what we know. I mean, she goes in, she got into it because of what she knows, that the electromagnetic is part of the situation, but then they put stuff in your body that can also screw you up. So she's now, but she's found this aspirin connection that I never heard of, and she's now bringing forth in my mind, oh, yeah, we got the vaccinations. So what happens now is that these kids go over to Europe to fight World War One. And the same thing is happening over there. So they were blamed for, for actually starting the Spanish flu, but it didn't have anything to do with, with those guys. What it had to do with was that they, in the preparation of World War One, you were getting more and more and more radio, 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 radar. Well, radar didn't come out until World War II, but you know all this radio and this and this powering the the grid system with electricity and building out civilization, and then probably there was some kind of at that time there might have been a cosmic burst of energy that caused everything to get you know everybody to get more weak and therefore respond more to it. But um, trust this lady. I don't tell you to trust many people. Because I don't trust many people, but I trust her because she goes so deep into the research. And, you know, I just wanted to put that out there to, to really dig into what she's saying. And then you'll be introduced to other people that are just as good that she's learning from. And then hopefully they're, they're learning from her. So sorry to interrupt you again, but I just wanted to put that out there. Why I think she's so impressive. Yeah, uh, so Arthur Furstenberg, um, he's done interviews on, on, I mean, you could catch him on YouTube. He's done some, I think, early this year, late last year. Um, he's he's really good on EMFs and that whole thing, but um, what was it? Catherine Fitz had warned that as for other stuff, it could be, you know, just be, he, he has kind of a naivety for as far as what uh, the system and government can help with. So just just kind of you know balance out what works and what doesn't work in, in that sense but the invisible rain, in rainbow is solid even in the shungai group i put up a graphic people can cut and paste use somewhere else of with each 
electrification and advanced technology, you have these increases of um, diseases and people <clears throat> getting knocked out. Uh, so I think a lot of the stuff we're talking about is pretty self-explanatory. Dr. Merritt does simplify them. So what I want to get into is the C60 angle. And I, I like the fact that she acknowledges you have to get, even if it's a quote-unquote lab-made, that you don't want the, um, I forget the word she used, but there are additionals into the C60 if you're going to intake it that you should avoid. So she's aware of intaking C60 that's not good. So, I mean, uh, for, for us, we're, we're more purists in that you don't need to ingest it. It's, it's in the shungite's in the bioelectrical field, and that's enough. So I don't know if you can um, um, comment on that because a lot of the big name influencers that people are listening to that we're going into the new earth and and building uh, like Michael Jacob Penny Kelly uh, they're big and huge on 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 C60 so I don't take it uh, I don't plan to because you know Shungite's enough and I I put Shungite in my shampoos lotions and whatever and have it everywhere so um, I don't know if you want to detail into that and maybe and then the shungai show we could expand into that too well she <clears throat> when she said she said carbon 60 it was one of the things that she was pointing to to, to get on and it was so funny because i went i've heard that before because <laughs> i'm so used to thinking in terms of c60 but what she's talking about is carbon 60 it's a molecule it's one of the biggest it's it, the, well, a, a water molecule, which is like the biggest 3D molecule we have, is will fit inside a C60. It's a very big molecule. And it's carbon. It's made of 60 carbon, okay, atoms. All right, so you got all these 60 atoms around the carbon, and then you get the molecule, and that's the C60. She was pointing to a specific product a specific c60 i didn't look it up to see what it was because she knew the man he was not putting any additives in it he was probably not using the uh, oil that'll go rancid on you um but her her understand and she mentioned shungite and she said but there's not enough c60 there i think she said trace amounts of c60 okay well technically that's true but what she's missing, what they're what they're all missing is you've got to take the science a little bit farther than you have. Because in the case of shungite, if you pick up a, a just a raw piece of shungite, little you know, pebble type thing, if you look at that, you in in my experience with it, you, once in a while you'll get zero C sixties in it. But very often you'll get five to six, not not anymore. But then you'll get like the elite, and the elite is like ninety percent C sixty. And the elite is a a vein that goes through the raw C sixty. It's it's just a different thing. But it's a, the field. It's the shungite field that you have to look at. Not each individual piece. Oh, there's no C60 in that. Nancy says maybe five or six. What the fuck are that going to do? Well, I'll explain what's that going to do. It's not what's in the the stone itself. It's what's in the mother load. Because they've got to understand quantum entanglement. And this is what they're missing when they're talking about shungite. 
that it your your stone, my stone, anybody's stone, they're still energetically all tied to the mother load. And then people started asking me, oh, is it going to run out? And they're, you know, panicking, it's going to run out. And that's not going to run out. It's a thousand kilometers, 800 miles, square miles of this stuff laying on the surface of Corellia. And I've heard that it goes down in places, at least. They've traced it down to 400 feet. There's an awful lot of shungite there. And shungite doesn't need to be replaced. So... This is like, they look at all the natural ways of doing things, and then they jump into this C60 lab made. I'm not saying that C60 made in the perfect lab, where every piece of, of equipment has been, you know, adjusted, clean, perfect, no, no nothing in it, no toxins, nothing that can pollute any of it, okay? And that you're using the best way to get the C60s to basically form in the lab, um, and you're harvesting them, it's not cosmic C60. C60, according to NASA about, I don't know, maybe four years ago now, they think that maybe the C60 molecule is the most prevalent molecule in interstellar space. So this stuff that came at us and landed as a meteorite, and why do I, why can I unequivocally say it's a meteorite? Because it's the only place on Earth you see this much C60. The only place it could have been built, could have manifested, is in an interstellar environment. So it was definitely a meteorite. Whatever the other story they got out there, bullshit. They don't understand the C60 and where it came from. It's cosmic C60. So within the matrix of the C60, you've got cosmic energies you're not going to get in a lab. But what are you going to get in a lab? Well, let me just see. I'll call you back. I'm on the radio. I'll be back in half an hour or so. Okay. Um, you got the C60 molecule that is in the lab they're making it in the lab we're talking energy so the people in the lab if they've uh, got any kind of problems any kind of emotional upheaval that c60 that they're making in the lab is no longer pure and it's not cosmic okay this is why i tell people don't go to the c60 lab made there's too many variables I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm saying it, it's, it's a, you know, it's a crapshoot. But the C60 that you get in Shanghai is not necessarily in the pebble that you've got or the pendant that you've got. It's a massive, huge, unbelievable amount of C60 in one area of the world, the mother load. And that's the energy that every single piece, even down to a piece of powder, is containing. And this is what they're missing. If they could understand the concepts of quantum entanglement and resonance. Quantum entanglement keeps everything together. Resonance is the fact that a vibrating body affects another vibrating body if they are very closely tuned to the same frequency. So... The C60 is absolutely attuned to every other piece of C60. And that's why it's so critical. Even if you think I'm giving you a story, 
to just go go to and go to Mystical Wares. All right, I just had confirmation that they are not shipping, not shipping Shanghai into America or Europe. Um, I don't know about. I, they said they're not shipping it anywhere, but I think that they're probably still shipping to certain areas of the world, like Southeast Asia, because. Southeast Asia, all of their water, well, not all of them, but a great deal of their water uh, uh, processing plants are based on shungite filters, not carbon. So they probably, because I got worried about, is is the mine going to, you know, cease to exist because they got no customers? I got a little concerned about that. But the only person that I know that can, again, unequivocally, state they're not going to run out of real shungite that comes directly from the mine directly into the to the storage area in washington state is derek and we talked about it last night and i said do you have 10 years of of shungite left he said oh i got more than that i said so you can absolutely tell me and i can tell my people that you know for the next 10 years he is not going to run out of raw shungite and he said Absolutely. So the only place that I can tell you that's got raw shungite, pure from the mine, is Mystical Wares. Mysticalwares.com. Because right now there is counterfeit. They're calling it Colombian shungite, rainbow shungite. They're calling it other stuff. It is not shungite. And one of the reasons they may be doing that is to give shungite a bad name so that nobody pays attention to it. But I'm going to keep paying attention to it. So please, if you're considering C60, before you spend all the money that you're going to have to spend, and it is expensive, and if you want to be on it, you're going to have to be on it for the rest of the year. They're going to have your, your life. You're going to have to have all that expense, or outfit yourself with the stickers, the magnets, the the Shanghai uh, rubber, with the pendants, with all of the different energy devices that. Not, on, not only uh, Derek, but Walt Silva, newparadigmtools.net, Walt Silva. These devices are based on Shungite, and they're not going to ever need any more. Shungite doesn't disappear. It doesn't need recharging. It doesn't need cleansing. It's being charged and cleansed and purified by the most potent, molecule in interstellar space the c60 that was made in interstellar space and then came from wherever it started out and just you know like a snowball type of thing and that's the way i see it pictured in my mind it picked up all the energies from all the stars all the planets all the things that are out there that it traveled by on its way to earth so yes Give yourself give yourself the chance to experience Shungite. And if you think it's bogus, you know, I, I wasted my money. Hey, Derek will give you your money back. He won't even question it. We do not want people thinking anything other than, wow, this stuff might be working. But also, <clears throat> as Mark does, as Derek does, I don't go anywhere, so I don't. Um, but they take Shungite nuggets and they put them all over the place. We've got a Shungite interactive map thing on Google, uh, Shungite grid map, I think it's called. 
and people go there and they say, yes, I put Shungite here, I put Shungite here, and it's all over the world. So there's a Shungite grid. And I do believe that the Shungite grid is allowing Gaia to wake more people up because what one of the things Shungite does is detoxify your pineal gland. Your pineal gland is, especially in America, they put that fluoride in the in the water and you're drinking the water and then the water has a is attracted the fluoride in the water is attracted to the to the pineal gland, which this is all scientifically we know. Go fluoride.com or the anti-fluoride group that's out there and it gets in the pineal gland and gunks it up. And if it's gunked up, the crystals in the pineal gland cannot vibrate. And those are the ones that connect you to your higher self. It's a messaging center. So it's like fluoride is a chemistry that jams up the ability of you at the pineal gland, your crown chakra type of thing, to be able to connect to your higher spirit. And the, one of the first things I learned when I got into Shungite was that it clears your mind. All of a sudden, the fuzziness, the dullness of your brain disappears and you become more aware. Your thinking is faster. Your intuition turns on. Everything starts to happen when your brain is clear to this. So, um, Shungite, mysticalwares.com or some of the most amazing energy devices you can get from Walt Silva at uh, newparadigmtools.net. Okay, back to you, turning it over. Yeah, so <clears throat> this is stuff that, I mean, people who are regular listeners to your other shows, it, it's pretty standard, but a good reminder. Um, <clears throat> what are the cornerstones of, of this whole thing to elevate and deepen um, consciousness, right? So that's the kind of uh, battle we're in and, and tension. <clears throat> so uh, to next level this up, like if people enjoyed this, then definitely check out the Mind Parasites interview with Bards FM because this is what we're facing lately, like 2023. So, and there's a way to stratify people's where they're, where they're at. It's like, did you, they call that TPI, the toilet paper incident. Like if you fell for the toilet paper thing back in 2020, I mean, that's, that's the mind <clears throat> parasite that's going on. So what's the equivalent now? You have the Chinese balloon thing, which on the, Shungai Cho, I'm going to emphasize the how Shungai can help against EMPs, <clears throat> but also that, I mean, we're familiar with the pattern of media distraction. So when you have, I mean, for me, it's like, okay, if, if you don't have enough money, just get three rocks on you, like in a bag, right? But if you can want, want the best, you want to get the cosmic silver from mystical wares. Um, that's what I have on me. And then the, the Shungai rubber pad for injuries or whatever. Um, and to, so you have that uh, stem consistent stem cell increase. I mean, you have that 2017 video, and then you have your chakras aligned and um, that that armor, right? So, and then now we have this whole thing of um, UFOs. So what is this? It's it's like you being fed this tr uh, trail of breadcrumbs, and so these are the mind parasites kind of things. Like, where is this leading people? And it's it, the thing that the pattern there is fear, right? And what what kind of armor layers can we use so we're not we don't get sucked into this this gravity well? And for that for pe people Christians, um, you have your connection to God, and then for cosmic reality, Nancy emphasizes nature, 
um, the cosmic reality, reality laws, Shanghai, right? And just having that quiet center and connection to source. Um, and and when, you, when you meditate, these, these thoughts that are constantly um, about can get cleared. So just having, you know, having that center and um, different parasite cures are what are your reliable, consistently reliable resources. So uh, Bards mentioned um, RT because that was banned in terms of um, getting different kinds of information. Telegram, uh, Dr. Merritt and Bards mentioned is being really helpful for different uh, resources. Um, uh, I forget Dr. Merritt's um, Telegram. Maybe I can give it later or add it to the show notes, but she's always posting really interesting and different stuff <clears throat> there. I think um, she's un- um, I think she's under her name. I tried she said on this show uh that it was uh the medical rebel, but I didn't find that. I when I put it started putting it in, it came up with her and it's got her picture and stuff, so it, she might be under her own name and telegram. Oh I got it here. So it's oh, yeah. uh, t.me forward slash freedom doc one, the number one. Oh it's freedom doc. Freedom doc one. Yeah, after the forward slash. Okay. Um so one of the more apparent mind parasites is the whole uh, woke woke thing, right? And so to me, the the division is in decentralization and centralization. So those for the establishment versus those that are creating their own world. Um, and it, I mean, the division is pretty obvious now, so we don't need to give too much specifics. Um, but um, <clears throat> Bards recommends, you know, breathing exercises. And I know you mentioned uh, gamma breathing in one of the other shows, and that helps to expand our energy body, ground us more, and then it does. I mean, uh, you could you could go off on that. I'm sure Nancy, right? Like, um, well, they can actually get a two and a half minute clip of somebody walking you through gamma breathing by going to the current archives which is last week's archives i put i actually put that clip in there um under the uh i think it's the say what show yeah it's the say what show so if you just go down to the lit to the list of of the archives you find the archives on cosmicreality.com slash radio and then you'll see the archives. The archives will also have a tab drop drop down under radio. You'll see archives. That'll get you to the archive page, and we do them by week. So last week, say what show, which was Saturday, we actually, you know, put the, the clip so you can get that kind of breathing and find out the difference of it. But that's there. Um, we're actually down to about two minutes here. Um, is there something you wanted to say to kind of wrap up? Yeah. So, finishing up here, it, it's if the if media the media parasite is putting something in your face, you know, of whatever media that that you like and don't like, what is the thing you're not being told? So, the whole thing of this Chinese balloon thing, what is the thing they're not telling you? It's that um, Thailand had nullified the contract with with um, Pfizer. But what's even deeper than that? If you listen to the mind parasite. Uh, Bard's interview and in Bard's own uh, podcast is that um, there was a source um, of uh, naval intelligence that lives in Thailand, speaks four languages, and in the underworld in the martial arts um, um, field there, that the, according to this report, the royal family is is getting together 
the best assassins in the world to go after, put it with a contract and hit. So kind of like a John Wick approach. So he's still putting that report together, but you can hear that on the interview at around the uh, 59 minute mark of, of um, just the royal family discovering that this is not because of some heart bacteria. This is from the shot um, once it was fully understood what they were going to do. So, um, yeah, it's that big of a story. Well, the the balloon story is taken on another aspect. Today, I turned on the TV and they've shot another one down, another object down, this time over America, uh, Minnesota, Michigan. I'm not sure which. I saw the map. It's in that area. I don't know which one. But the weirdest thing, I was listening to Fox Network, and the weirdest thing was is that somebody asked a military person, is this UFOs? Is this ET? And he said, I'm not ruling out anything. So they may be setting this up for, oh, the ETs are after us. But think about it. The ETs have been here for thousands of years, and you don't see them, and they don't leave any. I mean, it's like, this is ridiculous. You think they're going to start throwing stuff at you to do what? You know, it's it's think about it. It's BS. So if they start talking about this is an ET thing, you know, dismiss it. It's, yeah, they're it's not, exactly what you're saying, you know. They're not talking about the, the secret space pro- program tech. Like, for whatever you see in public, there's so many decades ahead that they're not going to tell you. So as far as I'm concerned, this is our stuff until they yep. prove it otherwise. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's ridiculous. Thank you, Mark, for being here. We hope you uh, all enjoyed the show. It was, uh, again, eye-opening to me. And I appreciate you, Mark, so much. You want to say goodbye to the listeners? Yeah, thank you, Nancy. It was fun as always. Yep, yep, yep. Be safe, everybody. Be blessed, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to Radio 5G, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening.